Everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old dangerous humor, man. Dangerous humor, dangerous man. Humor. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you feeling dangerous today, man? No, I mean, we we spoken about, we entertain dangerous ideas on this podcast. Mm. And, uh, you know, None also encapsulated by by all the big discussions from from the last podcast as well, right? You know, I think yeah, there's a, a very lively, <laughs> there's been a very lively Reddit thread going on about what we discussed our last podcast, and uh, yeah, you know, it, that's what it's it's about. You know, you entertain those ideas, let it percolate, chew in your mouth. You know, don't don't spit it and and don't spit it on the floor because you get cane for that. But yeah. you know, you let those ideas sit and feel uncomfortable with them, and then you come back and. Talk about it and argue. No, not argue. Argue. Sorry, not argue. You come oh, back and you discuss it. I thought you said yeah, argue. Yeah. I was like, wow, Terence, quite a big turn, ah, from the last podcast. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, <laughs> hey, don't mischaracterize what I say. There's a lot of events <laughs> from the last podcast you mischaracterize what I say, which we will address. We can address later. We will but talk about I, but later. Yes, we will talk we about will later. Talk about but later. yes, that's why we talk about dangerous ideas. But yes, uh, wow, this weather is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I fucking love it, man. I don't understand mm. how this is happening. Because I think yesterday there was a record set uh, for the the rainfall in a day in Kalang, mm. Um, mm. and it just blows my mind. Like I don't I don't understand how there can be that much rain. I love it. I love did it. Did you do a uh, rain dance? A rain dance or anything special? No, I went for my my uncle walk this morning, and then uh, the it started rain. raining. No, oh, uh, okay. it was drizzling a bit, but it started ra- running halfway. I mean, raining halfway, and I just I love that shit. Like I love just like running in the rain. And it's not the kind of heavy thunderstorm kind of rain. It's like the pitter-patter on your face. A little mm. pitter-patter. I love the pitter-patter on my face. Well, all the, how about all the students and uh, old people who need to get to work or what? Then you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just being selfish. Like, I'm just thinking from my perspective. <laughs> I love it. If I had a kid or uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know about a pet, but yeah, I love it in this current moment. My wife hates it, but I mm. love it. I absolutely yeah, love I think, it. I think... For women or girls and all that, it's a it's a very troublesome thing, like, right? Why? Because uh, of the hair. Hair. If you're, you know, a woman who wears makeup, yeah, makeup. I remember last time in school, my classmates would really complain about uh, female classmates would complain a lot about rain because it would soak their clothes, and you mm. know, for for ladies when their clothes are soaked, it's not a good look, like, right? You know, mm-hmm. and they get made fun of and all that. So it's just. Yeah, Harish, you very selfish. Yeah, I, I don't care about all that. Yeah, I'm just thinking from my perspective, I fucking love it, okay? And I'm going to carry on yes. saying I love it. Yeah, even yeah. if you don't, I'm sorry, I love it. Because I know it's not going to last. I know by next mm. week, it'll be hot again. Mm. Mm. This great, is just great. like a little window of of uh, of melancholy. Because it, it yeah, does... It it does. Uh, we, we've never had this. We've never had something like that for, I mean, like that so consistently long. for a while, right? Yeah, and then it went away. And then it came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. It went away and came back. Oh. Yeah. It reminds me of just... that, you know, that crazy time when we had like, the haze was insane oh, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. sky was purple and and it was just like, wow, it's like a once in don't know how many, many years event. Yeah. Otherworldly. This has just... a feel to it. That's very, very, um, I think people have been saying a very silent hill feel around Singapore. Yeah. There, yeah. there was a picture also of MBS, the infinity pool just being in clouds. Mm, yeah, all right yeah. it feels so it feels so weird but this just also makes me a little apprehensive for what's coming uh in june or july i was going to say singapore summer no? i was going uh, to say yeah. summer now we actually have seasons mm, mm, oh, yes. unbelievable 
I have to like literally dress dress my kids in like you know long sleeves and everything. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, but um, I mean, in parallel with the ongoing weather, there's also mm. the ongoing committee of supply debates, which we will get into. Mm. Um, mm. uh, but before that, what is the thing we're gonna plug, Terence? Uh, I think we're gonna give a big shout out and uh direct people to check out our good old Ministry of Funny Instagram page because mm. uh I think uh, Tristan our you know our our man Tristan behind the scenes he's been hard at work getting snippets uh of our own Ministry of Funny videos and putting them on Instagram and TikTok for for you know new generations of people to enjoy to see mm. how the OGs uh, us YouTube OGs did it back in the day you know uh, mm. pretty epic. Uh, I mean, I would still say they were pretty epic, like pretty epic pranks. Humble, you know, and, uh, I, and I'm not humble, just saying this just so you watch humble, it because yeah. no, no, no. But literally, I I haven't seen some of these videos in like years myself, right? Yeah. And when I watched some of them, I was like, I actually found myself, you know, getting high on my own supply, chuckling at some of the old stuff that we did, just because it was surprising that we actually did that, lah. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, Do you feel exactly. that way when you see your old things? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I mean, running on the streets in boxes and like just dressing up as an old person to get slammed on the ground. Oh, yeah. the good old times. Good old times. And it's probably good the kind of thing that now, I, I don't know if you, you do that and then you get cancelled or, or whatever already. Right? No, in fact, now I think, you, I think you do that now. It's not even that shocking anymore. Like last oh, yeah. year, we had that guy go into the rhino exhibit and do two somersaults. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So See, now if I thing, swim but, in the, if I but, swim but, in the Takashimaya fountain, who the fuck yeah. will care? Yeah, and then there was a kid who recorded himself stopping stopping the yeah. doors on the Mati train just a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, was... I don't know, man. Maybe we maybe we we kickstarted this. We kickstarted <laughs> the public idiocracies. Public idiocracy, TikTok idiocracy, yeah. yeah. Wait, is 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 idiocracy the correct word? I think so. Yeah, I've seen the word idiocracy. Idiocracy, yeah. idiocracy. Okay, cool. But yeah, mm. uh, so yeah, just show some love to all the stuff that Tristan's doing on yes. Yellow on the Ministry of Funny Instagram, Instagram. and TikTok. As much yeah, as much as it sounds, if you think that maybe we don't update that anymore. Actually, we've been very active. Yeah, yeah, we're man. Posting a lot. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool, mm. cool. Oh wait, no. We, uh, yes. Actually, idiocracy. Sorry, just to clarify. Idiocracy means a society or group that is controlled by or consists of people of low intelligence. Mm, mm. So it's like like a technocracy or a bureaucracy, but just with idiots. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So that's so not what I was getting you... at just now. Oh, what were you getting at? I was like being an idiot in public. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were talking about the state, you know, like everyone, the state of everyone like participating and being an idiot. Together oh, no, 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 no. I was just saying me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's the okay. idiocracy okay. of one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> no, la, two or three, la, you also are part of that idiocracy. So technically, it is yeah, an idioc- idiocracy, yeah. It is, it Public is. Public idiocracy. And everyone who watched that, you were part of that idiocracy <laughs> as well. <laughs> yes, <right>? right. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it back in the day. You're one of those OGs, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The OG yes. idiocracies. Sweet. Yes. Okay, cool. So, shall we jump into it? Please, please. Okay. So, there, there's this... The, okay, so the committee of um, supply debates are ongoing. Um, just a side note, how long will this go on for? Or is it just to get through all the points? Because it's happening like, what, every day? Today is the mar- uh, 3rd March. So, mm, mm. it was... Or is that the day one or day two? 
I'm, 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 yeah. Do you know? I think they, they sit, Parliament sits once a month, right? So this but, is probably this week, now, right? But this is different from Parliament. It's oh, a committee of but, supply debates. I think this is the day one of committee of supply debates. I suppose it's this, just this week. I'd be surprised if it goes beyond. But I guess there's something we can verify, now, right? By either yes. intense Googling or, or someone informing us or something. Yeah. So there's the there's a parliament sitting today as well. There was uh, on 1st March, on 2nd March. So, so yeah, okay. But one of the things that came up was there was a question uh, posed by a, a PAP MP. Um, it was a parliamentary question uh, by the member of parliament, Zul Kanayan Abdul Rahim for Chuachukang GRC, uh, mm. who, who brought up this question on whether an e-book published by uh, last year by long-time Yolabat friend Sudhir Thomas Varaket um, mm. about the Oxley Road saga, whether it accurately, yeah. accurately represents the circumstances surrounding the signing of the former late Prime Minister's will. So, Lee Kuan Yew. Mm. So, Tio mm. Chihen uh, went on to clarify, uh, and I summarized that the e-book contains inaccuracies calculated to mislead and completely at odds with court findings. Mm. And then mm. he proceeds to highlight uh, a few inaccuracies, like I think five main ones. Um, mm. And then we've also heard from Sudhir in the press. So, mm. so yeah, that happened. Um, mm. I know you, you messaged Sudhir early in the morning. Yes, yes. Right, when, when, when did you first catch wind of this? Um, just reading about it yesterday because... I think, uh, yeah, it hasn't been on our minds. Oxley Road hasn't been on our minds for a while already, right? It's largely mm, yeah. died down a little bit. So I was quite surprised to read that it was being brought up in Parliament again. Had, yeah. I had like the feeling of deja vu. And you know, the crazy things, I remember we were like literally, we literally, <laughs> back in the day, speaking of Ministry of Funny Videos, we literally made a <laughs> yeah. video that was about about how sick we were of uh, listening about Oxley Road already, like, right? the whole saga. No, the and, thing and, is we and never made it. We filmed we it. We filmed it. We filmed it. We filmed all the parts. We, we thought of a storyline. We filmed the parts. But by then, we were literally so probably so sick of it and we felt everyone was so sick of it, we decided we would not release it, like, right? Correct? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so That's we how sick we were of it. Like, yeah. We went down there to Recky. We filmed where it wasn't illegal. We, yeah, that's why. Oh my god! Hey, fuck! Yeah. Like, we had a full edit, is it? No, no, no. We, uh, no. I, I'm not sure, but we were la, basically okay. halfway through, and I think we, by then we were like, you know what? There seems to be a lot of people are really sick of hearing about this already, and even ourselves. Like we put this out, it's like it feels like it's really the tail end of the discussion, you know. But yeah. you know, it's not the tail end of the discussion. Yeah. Three years later, it still comes back to bite, bite us. Yeah, more, more than three years. Like we filmed that oh, yeah, when yeah. it came up. Yeah, it was it was way back, like like six, six seven years. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. So so I mean yeah, it was it came it broke the news yesterday at like five ish, and then it was updated at ten ish with statements from Sudhir. La. So mm-hmm. I mean okay, so just a refresher. Let me try and re- refresh my own mind based on what I crammed in my head um the, since sure. yesterday about the whole controversy. Um, from what I gather, it is essentially, yeah, surrounding Lee Kuan Yew's will, surrounding the supposed wish to demolish 38 Oxley Road, which was his residence. Mm. And mm. it comes down to, 
uh, Lee Sien Lung, the acting PM, versus uh, Lee Sien Yang and Lee Wei Ling, la, the other mm. two children mm. of Lee Kuan Yew. Um, and I think the way Sudhir encapsulated it uh, was, was quite good. He said there was a primary wish of Lee Kuan Yew, which was to demolish the house. And then the secondary was that knowing that it might not be demolished, to only have it be accessed by the family, la, so grandparents mm. and children. Um, and essentially, it came down to Lee Sien Lung kind of pushing more for the secondary wish and mm. Lee Sien Yang and Lee Wei Ling pushing for the first wish and a mm. whole lot in between. La. And then there was the the panel that was formed in 2015, I believe. A ministerial committee, right? Yeah, a ministerial committee headed by Dr. Teo Chi Hien. Um, I think in, even in 2011, Lee Kuan Yew met with the cabinet um, to talk about the, 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 whether or not it should be demolished and all. And there was a lot of talk about how the public believes that it shouldn't be demolished. And then uh, before Lee Kuan Yew's death, there was something about the will. And the will was signed, was put together by Lee Sien Yang's wife's law firm, right? Mm, mm. And there were the, like final, the final version. The, the, final the finals version. and seventh version, right? Yeah, the earlier drafts were by Kwa Kim Lee. Which yeah, was, who was uh, Lee Kuan Yew's personal lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Right. So along the way, um, there was supposedly like a certain demolition clause that was reinserted back in the seventh version, uh, which was about the demolition of Oxley Road. La. And then mm. the whole the whole court, uh, and, and then that this was brought to the court's attention uh, because there was a case of the Law Society that was filed against Lee Sweat Fern. Right mm, mm. about supposed misconduct la, uh, yeah. in terms of handling the will, and then it was brought to the court of three judges. I didn't know there's a thing, mm. Mm, but yes, it's yes. the highest court of the land, the court of three judges. Yeah, and um, it's primarily to judge in cases of uh, lawyers' misconduct, la, if I'm not wrong. Oh, I see, I see. Lawyers' misconduct. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so that case ended uh, with uh, verdicts uh, that were put out. But when Sudhir published his ebook last year, I think it's like 80 pages. Um, it's like a long research paper. Um, he said some things that kind of like, which Teo Chi Han said were misleading. La. But essentially, it boils down to that. La. There's like mm. the demolish 38 Oxley Road Party and don't demolish and maintain and maybe redevelop party. La. Mm. So, and of course, a whole lot of things in between because since then, Lee Sien Yang and Lee Wei Ling are not based in Singapore anymore, right? And they're still... Wait, is Lee Sien Yang? Yeah, they, they, he's not based in Singapore, right? He ran in the previous election. La. Um, right. He didn't run. He didn't run. He oh, was he uh, just, he was just part of the PSP team, oh, but he didn't run. actually run uh, for any particular okay. constituency. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's my understanding. Like, do you have anything else that you understand from the whole kerfuffle? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think she was found guilty by the court of like, improper conduct that be, uh, mm. unbefitting that of of someone in the legal profession, right? Um, mm. And I think subsequently also their son, uh, Li Shengwu, right? Who mm. is, I think, based in the US. Yeah. Uh, I think Very he also academic. got to... Yeah, he also got into some um, legal uh, wrangling um, you know, the, and was uh, I think it was over statements that he had made uh, on face on Facebook, right? That was mm. um, 
viewed as a contempt of the of uh, the judicial system in Singapore. And so I think he was yeah. fined in absentia because uh, he refused to come back for for the for the proceedings. And yeah, so mm. it's it's just been a very um you know uh unpleasant situation all around for for the people involved, like, right? It's 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 a lot of uh public legal legal proceedings and squabbles and, and a lot of wrangling and we kinda haven't heard much more about it in a couple of years. So this is mm. the big twist again now that now apparently the police are back to to want to they want to interview Lee Sien Yang as they as they probe into this uh claim that they lied under oath uh, in, in, in the mm. case of uh, in front of the court of three judges, right? Yeah. So so that thing also was that that case about like uh, about them lying already in development because they published the article yesterday also. Right? Was uh, it, was which it, article? Was it the the one about Lee Sien Yung, Lee Sien Yang and Liu, Lee Sweatfern under police probe for lying under oath about Lee Kuan Yew's will. Um, mm-hmm. It was published yesterday. Yes. So yeah. So I mean, it's it almost, it feels like a direct result of what was discussed yesterday, lah. No, no, no. As in, it's ongoing. La. It, was, it was ongoing already. The police already was starting to probe into it. And I think Teo oh, yeah, Chi was yeah. just bringing it up in, in Parliament. No? And the, the Lee Sien Yang and Lee Sweatfern didn't participate, right? They, exclu- they yeah, didn't yeah, show they up refused. for the interview or something. Yeah, they initially they were... They agree- I think initially they agreed to and then they asked to change the date. But after that, they decided... They emailed saying that they would not participate in the interview. La. Yeah. But I just found it weird that the Straits Times published the article yesterday, la, um, kind of reminding us that this investigation is ongoing. Um, Did that strike you as odd? No, I said I'm not sure that the the investigation was a public thing until Tio Chi Hien pointed it out. Oh, you know what I mean? As in, someone asked about the ebook, and then as part of the response, Tio Chi Hien indicated that oh, they're actually under. They're actually being investigated right now, lah. Mm. So, mm. so then there was a side, uh, another question, and I have no idea about the answer. This is purely speculative. But the fact that the question came from a PAP uh, MP to another PAP mm. MP about a potentially contentious issue, all this kind of mm. stuff, like I'm sure they discuss it, lah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing, lah. But I'm, I'm, I think the question came more about. Was actually more centered on the the verifying details in Sudia's ebook, right? Yeah, uh, that was what the question was about, and uh, you know whether there are discussions about will there be someone asking about this? I'm not sure, but the yeah, you know, it's good that that I mean it's good that this ebook also has been brought up, right? Yeah, no, because I mean it feels like like it was kind of it it feels a little too coincidental that. One PAP MP asks another PAP MP and they give this very uh, thought out answer because it wasn't a question that was brought up in parliament, right? It was a written question that was submitted before. And then mm. there's an article that highlights, oh, these two people were lying, which, I mean, kind of like uh, reduces the credibility of of uh, whatever con- conclusions are made on their statements in court, right? If that if that they are being investigated for lying. So it just feels like, hmm, well... A little, uh, a little planned out, um, but of course, I mean, no way. But again, I, I'm trying to understand what, like, so 
it was in response to the question that Teo Chihen brought up this thing about the investigation. La. Yeah, correct. So but, then, then the newspaper writes an article about it. La. No, but the article about the, the investigation. La. Yeah, Because it was, it was ongoing. So you're saying that the article uh, by Straits Times about the investigation was because now it's finally in the public. Yeah. Mm. That's my understanding of it. Unless, the, unless you tell me otherwise in terms of the timeline. Because uh, yeah. as far as I see, the articles mostly came out yesterday after the parliamentary sitting. So, so yeah. So, I mean, but going back to why, if this would be a question that almost like can be a bit polarizing, like why would a PAP MP bring it up in court? I mean, in parliament. Uh, so, you're speculating that, uh, that maybe they said, oh, there's someone who... Or someone needs to ask this question and then one of the PAP MPs <laughs> asked it. Okay, I mean... You know, it's a speculation. It it's a speculation. But, but um, I mean, nothing uh, nothing untoward about that, right? It's it's, it's okay. Right? It's like, that's, you know, there's something that needs to be discussed. And but does it need to be discussed? Like, what's the what's the deadline that was coming up? No, so I, I don't understand. What, what, what's the... No. You're, you're okay, confused so, why so the PAP MP is asking it? Yeah, because I mean, it can be something like the topic itself is polarizing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can get people who might question the setup of the the ministerial committee. You might get people okay. who would go and read Sudhir's PDF um, and ebook, which is quite how you say, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't show the PAP in a good light, lah, right? Mm-hmm. So why would a PAP MP bring it up in Parliament uh, if? this could potentially tarnish even a, a little bit of the public image of PAP um, if it wasn't for, okay, someone asks, we kickstart it, um, and then we respond holistically with like a bunch of info that shows that the ebook is not not trustworthy. Mm, yeah, I guess it's, it's uh, transparency, yo. Like probably they just... It's, it's something like maybe, you know, someone read it and then they're like, okay, I maybe I agree or maybe I disagree with what's written in this book, but I want to find out more. So I talked mm. to someone, you know, more senior within PAP and, and, and then they're like, okay, there seems to be these questions and this book brings this up. Let's answer the questions in this book and also give an update of where things are at, right, with this internal investigation. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just yeah. asking the other MP, yo, don't bring it up in Parliament, lah. Okay, just shut up. Let's just wait for it. Let's sweep it under the carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my, but that also brings up the something that I did think about is like if if the ebook was is something that they felt uh like what you say lah tarnishes the mm. the whole investigation or it presents a lot of inaccuracies and everything. Um, actually, bringing up in Parliament has that the Streisand effect, right? Now I mm. think a lot of people might be curious as to what's actually in the ebook. Because yeah. like, I think when we spoke to Sudhir when it came out and all, it was like, uh, I think it was like, you know, after a whole year of research that he did and there are a lot of interesting anecdotes that he talked about on our podcast as well, right? About Mm-mm-mm. what he discovered and what he found and what he learned about uh, the political machinery and everything. So the this this discussion only, I think, brings more attention to the book uh, so if the purpose was to actually make sure that people don't, you know, don't listen to the book that much or or what, then it might have the reverse effect, la, like the striking effect of like, now exactly. that they talk about it, yeah. people are going <laughs> to read it, la, right? No, exactly. So that was it, what, it, it, to yeah. Your, yeah, to your point, I think maybe 
the strategy, yeah, really, maybe it wasn't the, the, the there, there, are, there are different ways to do it, I think, as opposed to bring it up in parliament. Huh? Yeah, so, I mean, okay, this is purely speculative, huh? um, <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, it's almost like, you know, like, let's say you're having a dispute with, like, I don't know, your friends or family about this mm-hmm. one thing that, okay, no one really cares, like, no one really cares about anymore. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to bring it up so I can shut that person down in public. But then the mm-hmm. moment you bring it up, then everyone's like, wait, 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 what the fuck? And then they go up and dig it. And like what you said, the Streisand effect. So I was just curious, like, hey, what was the thought process there? Because I mean, it's great for mm-hmm. Sudir. It's great for the, the ebook. Um, because mm. it's bringing bringing people's consciousness to it, like, and seeing on Reddit, on Twitter, people are saying they are googling the ebook now to see it and read it yeah. just to to see. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and I think uh, Sudhir in uh, return, res- I think return response to uh, media inquiries, he he stands behind what he wrote, la. You know, he he says that it was exhaustive, exhaustively foot footnoted and everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, now I, I did read it last year, but, but I, I'll probably go and revisit it again just to specifically see. He, I, and the best, best part is Sudia even pulls out the exact pages yeah, that yeah. Uh, Teo Chihian might be referring to, you know. So he gives you like a TLDR, uh, response to Teo Chihian's, uh, statements. Uh. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's just bringing back the whole thing to, to light again. But again, like just going back to your analogy about the, the guy who brings things out of the family. That, 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 uh, the other effect also is that it makes, it ma- whoever brings it out, it makes him f- look like that. A little petty, like, right? You have to admit, yeah. like, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, must win the argument. That's why I must go in like Google, must bring it up later and everything. <laughs> uh, it, it feels a little petty when someone tries to do that at the dinner table. Guys, really move on, you know? Like, we don't need to talk about it, that kind of thing, like, right? Yeah, la, yeah, la. true, la. true. Maybe yeah, so it, it was just it was just weird like when I saw it I'm like, hey, at first I thought the the question came from an opposition MP. But mm, it came from PAP, mm, they're like, huh, okay, yeah. interesting. Um But on and, the flip side, on the flip side, if yeah if uh someone is at that dinner and is obviously spewing out uh fake news and inaccuracies and, and <laughs> things like that. And if it's about something of really big importance like I don't know, COVID vaccinations and things like that, right? Uh, yeah. Then maybe it might make sense for, for you know, whoever's trying to find out the correct information to, to you know, revisit it again, la, right? True, la. but then, mm. so just to build on that analogy, like, to me, like, okay, let's say take the, uh, my wedding dinner last year. If there was mm. someone at one table, you know, uh, mm. speaking to that table and maybe the table next to it and they're all interested. But generally, um, the dinner, okay, la, people were moving on, la. Then like mm. at my, on my one year anniversary, right, I call back all the people and like, you mm. know, last year, I don't like what Terrence said at that table. Okay. So I want to mm. clarify mm. that what he said is not true. Mm. Everyone mm. will be like, what the fuck did Terrence say? Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll <laughs> right. find out and then they will get different opinions and different accounts and then they will, they might come to a different conclusion from, from what the, the you intended. Yeah, exactly. Right? Then they'll yeah. be like, yo, Harry, shut the fuck up. Terrence is right. And I'm not saying yeah, that only two yeah. tables of Singapore read uh, Sudir's PDF uh, last year. Sudir, mm-hmm. if you're listening, I did not say that. But um, like, I, it, it is it is an 80 page document, so I can imagine it's mm. not going to appeal to to everyone, lah. But now, yeah. when it is brought up, it just feels like people are going to dig it up. So I hope there's a spike of um, uh, readers or people wanting to look because it is very mm. thoroughly researched. I remember reading it last year also, and I was yeah. like, whoa, that is that is academic, man. And 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's very open also about how he did it using publicly available info. Like, according to him, anyone mm. can walk into the court and ask for the documents of that case. Mm. La. So, so and any I think of your he, yeah. he also said that he wasn't decided not to interview any of the members of the family directly as well, la, right? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he would probably only be able to get access to to certain people and he didn't want it to seem biased because of that. La. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you're curious, he the podcast he came on last year was uh, episode 316. And who knows, mm. maybe we might get him in the near future to talk about this little curve. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh. But uh, the, just going back to what this investigation is going on about, like, mm. why do you, I mean, if even if you just speculate, why do you think uh, Lee Sien Yang is deciding not to cooperate with the investigation? Hmm. Ah, uh, well, I have, I have no idea, man. Um, mm. I mean, like, okay, from from what I read, they were kind of summoned for the investigation, lah. Um, mm. and if I recall, what uh Sudhir asserts uh is that the the court of three judges uh acquitted them of the charges mm. that uh they were not guilty of, and they they penalized them for the charges that they were, lah. So. Uh, Swetfern is has a fifteen month ban from practicing, mm. I believe. So, mm. uh, yeah. So I can imagine, like, oh, but well, why is the investigation still still ongoing, like? I have no idea. Mm. That's a that's a very speculative thing. But for you, um, I guess it's because this is it's not they've not actually been charged or anything yet, right? Yeah, it's still an investigation going on, and at this point, I uh, I don't think there's any. The legal thing where they have to go just because they are asked to go for interview with the police, yeah. Um, it, it, because it's about providing evidence. Unless they've been charged already, all right, then they have to respond. But if they haven't been charged, maybe they're feeling like, okay, I don't want to go to a place where uh, I'm not very sure what the outcome will be. Will I be, you know, shooting myself in the foot by giving more information, or will I not be allowed to have my lawyer there to help me? And things like that, because it's not as clear, lah, right? What at what stage the investigation is at, lah. Mm. So um, maybe maybe that's the reason. Like uh, only if it's like official, of there's an official charge or something, then they would they would have to make the appearance. Mm. But yeah, lah, I think like what they said, you know the uh, you know him deciding not to cooperate in investigations also does uh, you know make 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 people like us, lay people like us, question a why, lah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I saw mm. also some rumbling on Twitter of a few people just saying, because Lee Shengwu also tweeted uh, in support of mm. his uh, parents and saying, yeah, you know, um, he's, he's a family squabble, but his family happens to be uh, control. I mean, uh, happened to be part of the author- authoritarian government in Singapore. Right? And then there was at least one response that said, you know, it's it's a bit hard for me to empathize with you given that it's your family so powerful. You know, like, mm. I'm watching it from afar. I'm a Singaporean based abroad, but I really don't care. So what do you make mm. of that, Terrence? Why should we care about this? Why? Oh, wait, they say it's hard to empathize because... Because it's like a, it's the, like a powerful family squabble um, yeah. that you just don't air your dirty laundry. La. You know, like, I don't see why oh. I have to care about this. Uh, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of people who are saying that why is... Uh, time in Parliament. Why are why is the ministers so many ministers like precious time being spent on what essentially you know still boils down to a family squabble, right? Mm. Uh, even uns- and you know whatever you want to say, like state resources, uh, public services resources, and things like that. 
why is so much time being spent on it and not on more pressing issues like, you know, bread and butter issues in Singapore and all. Uh. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I can get where they're coming from. Uh, you know, and, and, but at the same time, yeah, the, I don't think it's ever nice to be subject to any kind of uh, police probe or anything like that, which is going on for uh, Lee Sin Yang and, and his family, lah, right? Mm. So it's, you know, you can't empathize, but you, you can't help but just watch what's happening also, lah, right? It's like, mm. it's like you drive past a car accident, everyone slows down a little bit. It's horrible. It's a bad, terrible situation, but you can't help but look, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think previously I used to be like, I really, I really don't care. Of course, the issue about the ministerial committee being formed and yeah, you're getting some very senior ministers being part of it, right? I think Shamugam and Teo Chihen mm. are both part of it. Um, but I, I think even without that committee, this thing, I'm finding more myself more interested in it because in, mm. with all this talk of like, you know, the, the two Singapores, you know, as Pritam mm. put it, mm. or like the wealth inequality, the power inequality, um, mm. the elitism, it does, it does interest me like, about how the world operates for different people and especially mm. for a family that has been so powerful, so influential, there are people going against it from within the own family. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't think it's just a family struggle. In fact, it's in some way, it's, it's, uh, there's, there's just questions of like values or belief systems like, that ultimately will trickle down like. Mm. Uh, given their influence, so I was like, "Hey, actually, this this is quite interesting, Quite yeah. interesting." And don't forget, this year we're celebrating. Or I mean, oh yeah, not say celebrating, But they're commemorating yeah. uh, Lee Kuan Yew's hundredth birth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we talked about this on the podcast. I think there there are going to be events. There are going to be tie-ins between the public and private sector to uh, commemorate the occasion. So, mm. I think Oxley wrote. The, the whole point of the Oxley Road uh, residents is also uh, also delves into the issue of like, you know, how uh, how are we remembering Lee Kuan Yew's legacy, lah, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Do we keep the keep the residence or we demolish it like like what he he in mostly in public was heard saying that he wanted to do like you know, he didn't want a cult of personality to form around him, right, Lee Kuan Yew. He didn't yeah. want a cult personality form, forming around him and the places that he he lived in or visited or anything. So, um, it's a you know it's a it's a, I think it's it's a large larger debate that this Oxley Road thing actually falls into. So la. so mm. maybe there's no choice, but they they have to address it head on. Yeah, yeah, and I mean for anyone who is is maybe heard rumblings of it in the past. I, like there, we will put a link to download the PDF. Um, mm. We put a link to the article that summarizes the five things that Teo Chi Han pointed out, and a link to the Sudhir's post uh, directly addressing those points, lah, with page yeah. numbers on what pages yeah. to look at. Yeah, yeah. that's right. So, so uh, I mean, yes. and like I think it's great for Sudhir also because now he started Jom, right, which is his outlet that's meant to do long form investigative journalism. Mm, I know last mm. year when he released it, he was like, that's the first piece that is going to kickstart uh, the Jome process. Whereas now, people mm. hear of Jome, they're like, oh, this this guy who, and his team who did this, do they do other stuff? And oh, shit, there's Jome. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. La. Um, yeah uh, so, so, it probably will carry the, on the I next few days also. La. Yeah. I'm but, guessing this parliamentary exchange 
It's not brought to you by Joe Media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. It's, like, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but really we'll try funny. to get Sudir on at some point, lah. Yes. Sudir TV. Yeah. Sweet. But since, uh, yeah, you know, we talk about ebook, right? Like, uh, it's quite an interesting decision for Sudir to release release it as an ebook that you can download without having to, you know, uh, we don't have to cut down any trees for paper to to produce a book for it. Uh, you know, mm. there's another big organization that's also finding ways to reduce the cutting down of trees. Mm. And that is your, your <laughs> beloved, uh, Singapore, Singapore my icon. My beloved Singapore yeah. Airlines. Uh. Yes. Why my what beloved, Terrence? I mean, you, you used to work there. Yeah, 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 I used, I used to, to work, work there. there. Also, work there. as I say, it's your beloved. But it's everyone's beloved. It's Singapore's, all Singaporeans' beloved, uh, local, or international icon, right? And what is that? Yeah, yeah, correct. Um, so, so they made an announcement on Thursday, 2nd March, that, um, no, uh, sorry, they, earlier this week, they announced Wait, that. Sorry, you're supposed to say who's they, who's they? Oh, Singapore Airlines? We haven't, we haven't even asked, yeah, okay, said, we haven't, uh, my question was like, yeah, who is that? And then. Oh, for some reason, I thought yeah, you said Singapore say Airlines. Singapore oh, yeah, no, no. It's Singapore Airlines, Singapore yeah. Airlines. Yeah, my first employer, yeah. fresh out of graduation, Singapore Airlines. Yes. Um, so earlier this week, uh, on Tuesday, they announced a trial of the, the, what they call serviceware in economy class and premium economy class. So if you've ever taken a SIA mm. flight, wait, what you get your food served in, you know? Uh, then there's that foil on top, then you peel back and then you eat, 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 right? Mm. Um, so they announced that that, that plastic, uh, like, I, I guess it's reusable, I don't know, uh, serviceware mm. is now going to be replaced with paper serviceware on medium and long haul flights. Um, mm. And then it showed a picture of it. Um, and the reason apparently was because it uh, retains heat and moisture better than the current casserole dish. Um, so mm. it'll be able to serve soupy and gravy-rich main courses on its longer routes. But of course, there was public backlash. La. So now, mm. SIA is uh, apparently going to take on board customer feedback um, after the yeah. criticism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm. So, so where, like, uh, where are you on, on your thoughts about the paper, paperware? Um, I, yeah, I, I think... I'm not opposed to it because uh, it does seem more, you know, more uh, environmentally friendly, right? To to use paper than plastic. But I'm just uh, a bit curious about whether, because they, it's almost like they were sold it where they said that it will be able to hold meals that are more soupy and with more gravy and everything. And it was just in terms of my own experience with like paper packaging generally, uh, anything soupy or gravy, it, it gets uh, tricky, lah. You know, spillage or, or like a lot of uh, the grease or just like overflowing, or, like flowing through the material and everything. So mm. I'm very curious if uh, how you know they they would overcome that problem and and you know if it's really as as powerful as they say it is, lah. Yeah. Yeah, because at first I thought. Um, the plastic serviceware is reusable, but it's single-use mm. plastic, la. Mm. So, yeah. so just on that, um, yeah, like what you're saying, are uh, over overselling it, la. Because there's also that other school of thought which has been backed by research that when you talk about paper products, as long as mm. if there's a plastic film on it, right, it sometimes mm. can be worse, right? Uh, yeah. 
because the paper cannot be recycled, the plastic cannot yeah. be recycled because they are, they, are, they are like welded together. La. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, to hold gravy, you kind of need that plastic plastic yeah. uh, uh, layering. La. So, yeah, like if they wanted to go down this path, just focus on the environmental sustainability because there's one thing they did say mm-hmm. in a footnote that, you know, they want to yeah. eliminate single-use plastics. <laughs> like, like you also, I'm like, eh, really, I can hold gravy, yeah. I would much yeah. rather choose a plastic casserole dish than a paper yeah. paper box lah. Yeah. And it right. even say it allows it to retain heat and moisture better than the current casserole dish. I'm like, really, man? You know what they need to do? They need to do like a, you know, the Pepsi challenge kind of thing. Uh. They need to really convince people, you know, like really put them side by side. And then ask I think people the Pepsi challenge is like from, from 15 years ago, Terrence. Uh, correct, people correct. listening might but not might not know the Pepsi challenge. What is the Pepsi yeah, but, but challenge? Who 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 is flying SIA premium economy? It's people who remember the Pepsi challenge. You know, it's like oh, slightly older demographics buying the uh, tickets touche, and all that, right? Touche. So yeah, you kind of you need you need to convince those people with something that they're familiar with, uh, and not just you know uh, proclamations on social media about how how much better this material is, uh, right? Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand yeah, the thought process of this because they say, okay, the new service mm. is made of Forest Stewardship Council certified paper and will replace the disposable mm. plastic casserole dish. Uh, apparently, there's no cost savings. It is just to reduce single-use plastics, which is great. But then... Mm. Okay, but what if? What if it really can retain heat? You do it, dude. Now, ChatGPT can tell you your life story without even like you, like, you just key in something. What makes you mm. think there's no technology that can make these sort of paper products actually retain heat? I think it can. Uh, all I'm suggesting is I think they they should do some kind of like, you know, uh, side-by-side comparison or what, or blind taste test and, and really show that that's, you know, that's literally what people are, are experiencing la, in the end. Because mm. uh, you, you're getting some positive and some negative comments as well. So, I mean, obviously the the more clickbaity uh, negative responses will be highlighted by the media, right? But I, yeah, there's, yeah. there have also been some people who say that it's it's good, like, it's good for environment. It's it you know my food tasted as good, if not uh, better or anything. And so yeah, why 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 the why the hate like, Why not just move with the times? It's like it's like you know the the whole thing when when straws. I think straws are banned in certain fast food restaurants, and people are like flipping out about how the hell am I gonna drink from. For my cup, if I don't have a straw and, you know, like, people are like, that's what a cup is supposed to be, right? It's also just yeah. drink from the edge of the cup or so. So, just just move with it. Go with the times. Yeah. So, so even the article, they said there's a, the new container has secure lids. Uh, this is mm, in contrast mm. to the dish, the now the dish which has aluminum foil. So, they literally yeah. say, um, this includes highly popular Singapore local favorites such as Mee Siam, Laksa and Congee which were previously mm. only available on our regional flights under 3.5 hours. So they want to serve misyam and laksa in this plastic um, mm. box. And I, I agree. Like, I think like what you said, you need to show proof. Maybe like mm. like fill the box with laksa and dangle it over the CEO's head or something, you know? And say, look, <laughs> nothing drips out. Right? And You know, we, we and laugh, I mean, but then, but then um, you know, back then when you were working in Scoot and all that, that is conceivable. It's conceivable that this kind of marketing will have been done for Scoot, right? For Scoot, for Scoot, not SA. For SA, yeah, yeah, yeah. For not Scoot, SA. Yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. Scoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, another thing, right? Like, 
I mean, I worked at SIA, like, uh, it was my first job, but um, I got to be objective. La. Like, even the ad, right, the video they put on their Facebook page, wow, it make it look better. La. Hello. Mm-hmm. You look at the picture, the the way they frame it up, the lighting, hello. Yeah. It really, yeah, it okay, so then it brings up, uh, it brings up the other question. You know, SIA is a premium carrier. You know, now, I don't know whether yeah. there was ever a time where if you're Singaporean, your default flight is SIA because it was always, always expensive, like, right? Mm-hmm. But now you're a premium carrier. Um, what is this in line with your branding also? Mm-hmm. Like, not just the video, but, but the look of it, like, of course, yeah. if it's more environmentally sustainable, sure, if it actually is better to hold the gravy, sure, but, well, oh, the video they take. Yeah. You saw you saw the video or you you saw yeah, the photo, saw the video. right? Yeah, I did, I did. I've seen the video. Yeah, you saw the video. Yeah, it doesn't like, look they're very appetizing like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, why? And then yeah, the other thing also why? is you know we we just spoke about it right like now, uh, big corporations when they do all these like uh, uh, so called like environmentally sustainable uh, practices and all, uh, you know we talked these two episodes ago about how Dow Chemical, um, claimed they were going to get the shoes recycled into into running tracks across Singapore, right? And then later, yeah. this Reuters journalist came out and, and outed that, hey, that was not happening. They literally tracked the shoes and, and, and found that they were being dumped into some Indonesian flea market, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I think, yeah, Singapore Airlines probably just needs to be, they need to be more, give more information about how how all this is greener and how it, how it works and how it's, it, you know, it, it's better, lah, right, than what it was before, oh. Because I think people will well, nowadays we question a lot about all these initiatives as well. Like, re- is it really about saving the environment or just helping cut costs or what, lah, right? Yeah, come on, I say, wow, the thing on the box yeah. also says designed to delight you. Really, <laughs> yeah. like I think because the foil thing is it's it's done at a lot of airlines, right? It's almost like you see foil, you know mm. your. You're in an airline. It's part of the experience. Mm, Where's this one? That's right. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people man. are comparing yeah. it to, uh, at least there are some comparisons to, uh, you know, rations in the army, right? Like combat rations. And, and sometimes they serve food in those 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 paper boxes as well, when you go outfield, you know? Mm. So it's like, mm. uh, it's not, doesn't conjure up the luxury feel when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. Like, I think the foil thing is because you don't eat like you don't peel off foil to eat anywhere else so it's mm-hmm. almost part of the experience so which also I think manages your expectations like subconsciously if you give me a plastic dish where I have to peel off foil I already know okay the food is going to be okay it's not going to be like yeah. mind blowing but you give me a paper yeah. box then all these memories of like wow all the nasi lemak you <laughs> buy all then you open up there it's like hey what what like, like the yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Pavlovian dog I've been trained you know you, you ask mm-hmm. me to peel off foil my taste buds already know. Mm. You're like, okay, airline food coming. Uh, yeah, it might yeah. be decent, but it's airline food. Yeah, it's airline Tell food. Tell you. SIA. SIA. Yeah. You see, Harish still yeah. not, not working at SIA, but still contributing. It's two cents. Um, no, but aren't you, like, as a, as a carrier, as a Singaporean, like, aren't you, aren't you, do you have, don't you have a sentimental feeling for Singapore Airlines? No, I think this, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had very good experiences on, Singapore Airlines, right? And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do feel that there's always a luxury, there's always a luxury to flying Singapore Air. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of sad when you see, hey, this box, a bit underwhelming, right? Uh, the presentation, yeah. the, the even this marketing and this announcement just feels very underwhelming. 
Yeah, man. It's a whole premium yeah. economy also. Yeah. Just feels but like that's it. It's, it's, still, yeah. it's still a trial. Like. It's still a trial, right? Yeah, it's still a trial. Uh, like. still a trial. So we, they might they might tweak it according to Maybe. what they hear from in this podcast as well. Like. Maybe this is all part of the plan. We'll, we'll show something like this when we have yeah. something that's going to blow the fucking socks off people. You know, like, correct, I don't know, correct, some, yeah. some like, uh, made from the pulp of, uh, some seaweed kind of thing that actually is carbon mm. negative. You eat it, you mm. save the environment. Mm. Can you imagine? Or even like so some like, self-heating, yeah. self-heating box, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that like, yeah. wow, you pour water, then it starts to like, stuff starts to boil and everything. Wow, that would yeah, be and crazy. It's all man. carbon negative. Like even you put your, your hand, right? Your body, your body heat will just like be amplified to heat yeah. up the food whenever you want. Come on, yeah, SI, yeah. you have a chance. Then, you have a chance. Yeah. Then I'll be super impressed. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Then we're like, okay, you, you want our hearts back, SI. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Cool, cool, so, cool. Let's Sweet. jump into the one short comment of the week. Mm. <laughs> yes. Sure, the do you want to go first? Short comment. Uh I mean, there's definitely an interesting thread. La. Let me see which... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you and I both are, are probably talking about it la, or thinking about it, la, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So then, maybe one of us can talk about it. One of us can talk about something that is not part of that thread. Which one you want? No, we can just address the, the, the whole thread entirely. Because I think there's a lot of good comments in there, right? Yeah, okay, okay, Ken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to start sure. the ball rolling? Uh yeah, I think like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of uh very heartened by uh a lot of comments coming up, you know, on our last uh, podcast where we where Harish and I had a heated debate about the English <laughs> test, uh, English proficiency test for new citizens. Uh. So um yeah. yeah, literally as of now, yeah, like fifteen comments, and they're not like one off. Oh, you guys suck kind of comments. Uh. they are like really. I think thought out and people answered and some people even telling us that they're, you know, for example, I think um, there was someone who basically said that I am creating, uh, I'm jumping on Reddit for the first time, creating an account just to, just to answer us, uh, just to leave a, uh, leave a comment on this yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it is, um, it's pretty heartening to know that uh, yeah. you know, people are, uh, you know, feel very heated about that that topic and have a lot of opinions about what we're debating as well, right? Yeah, and and, uh, also and I think specifically, specifically that that um that comment is from Tong Tong Chiang one two one. Yeah. Said, Thanks for getting 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 me into signing up for an account, Terence. Ha ha ha. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, also because I think we were more heated against each other uh compared to other podcasts, lah. So some people did say it was a bit harder mm. to listen. Because I think there were maybe uh, less jokes per per minute lah. But then mm, mm. I will also say that uh, Terence, I hope you you mm. see the 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 recurring sentiment of the comments about mm, about mm. your conduct during the debate, mm. Mm. <laughs> which I will uh, give I'm, you the floor now to address. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I I mean I wholeheartedly <laughs> apologize that Harish was offended or felt felt. Felt like the victim in our exchange. Hey, I never fucking say anything. <laughs> uh, don't give me the and shit. It was, I think it was so poetic that you know we that his one shock thing that episode was about the the South Park episode talking about Harry and Megan, you know, playing victims in. Hey, hey, in hey. The, in the I did not <laughs> incite any of the comments, but generally, if you are not on Reddit, uh, generally mm. a few people were saying, "Hey, Terence, you know, um, some of the quotes like, I felt like Terence mm. was trying to pick fault with Harish just for the sake of it." 
Um, mm-hmm. And what else? Uh, uh, Harish had many good points. Um, mm. And then, like, let's see. Uh, Hi, Terence. The point of a language mm. test is to ensure the person. So, <laughs> then what was yeah, it? Yeah, I uh? mean, all, all, yeah. all, all in good points. But yeah. uh, I don't. I, I still. I still have my. I still disagree with with uh, some of them, and and also I, I still think uh, even the points that I've raised also have been also been raised by people in other places mm. as well, right? Yeah. So, like like I mentioned at the very start of the podcast, it's one of those discussions that we're going to discuss all day and night, and we might not get anywhere closer to any kind yeah. of uh, uh, you know, you know, uh, logical answer about like what is right and what's wrong. It is very heated. But I did I did think uh one I think uh was original goat one brought up a very interesting point or so that that uh, neither of us brought up the racial dimension in the debate right? Yeah. That uh he there's original goat one pointing out that the only big group of new citizens who are not fluent in English would be mainland Chinese. And mm. Pritam, you know, supposedly according to original goat one, he thinks he's channeling the Indian and Malay minorities who are upset by the influx of PRC Chinese. How are you, Harish? What do you think? What do you think of a statement like that? Uh, no, I mean, it did occur to me, like, uh, as I read this, and even after our podcast, that uh, it's just interesting that in Parliament, mm. it's like Pritam one way, Jyotio the other way. Our podcast, mm. Harish one way, Terence the other way. And I do mm. think mm. that race does, is, it does influence maybe the way you see this test. Um, mm. and, and I think it's something they cannot just be written off. Like, I, don't, I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing uh, because mm. we both uh, shared analogies of like previous generations, right? Mm. Um, mm. And for me, my dad came, he had to learn English because mm. he couldn't get by otherwise. Mm. But maybe you come from another race, your experience mm. coming here might be different. Like, and I do think it plays in a bit. Maybe, yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. The, the, it was interesting that yeah, someone... Uh, pointed that out that there is a racial element to it. I think on top of that, I would add on there is a a bit of a um uh, international diplomacy angle to it also. You know, mm. in mm. right now there's a very big uh whether it's cultural war or proxy war between you know USA and China, for example. So yeah. English is obviously seen as a Western construct, right? And everything, mm. and 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 Singapore declaring that oh, you know, now you you must speak English to come here to be a citizen here. Also, also has that has that connotation to it, lah. Which is something mm. interesting that I only thought about after we discussed as well, lah. But uh, I, mm. I I I I do yeah, lah. So I I do think I think a lot of people that like, uh were you were you very very hurt by by our our debate that day because like, everyone no. seems to be jumping to your defense and like say oh Harish he's so poor Terrence you thinking <laughs> Terrence, what are you thinking I do not appreciate the characterization okay because yeah. I also was thinking no I think every once in a while uh, yeah. like uh, I do feel okay maybe we could have been a bit more open-minded to each other's opinions but I also think mm. every once in a while if we feel strongly mm. about something then we just we just see what happens uh. so I, yeah. I don't look back yeah. with any regret at all yeah, the only thing I would say is that I think uh, I was mischaracterized uh, by you <laughs> as being angry because I wasn't at all. Really, really, I wasn't angry at all. I was, I was. It was getting heated. It was like I think we were like trying to, you know, at some points, like, hey, let me make a point. Let me make a point. Let me finish my point. All that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, I was never angry. And uh, I think when you were pointing out, oh, your face, like we're angry. 
No, it was really the face of like, hmm, <laughs> so now, now you try to explain. Hard. Now you're trying to explain people's comments. Hey, hello, Terrence, cut the crap, lah, okay? You don't need to no, see no, no, your no, face. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's mischaracter. I think, you know, I'm saying you mischaracterizing <laughs> I know. me as being angry when it wasn't. I wasn't I angry. I, like you, but, when, like you're, you're not angry. You weren't angry, what, right? But no, I know but because you, we talk so much and I can, we can push each other's buttons a lot when we discuss correct, all correct, these topics, correct. one. And we know that we get to, we get to a point where basically we're just trying to, even challenge our own beliefs as well, right? Correct. And correct. that's why but, we 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 yeah we can get quite uh heated about it. But it's not coming from a place of like, oh I'm so pissed off and I need to go and like kick a correct. kick a cat or anything like that to feel better, right? But the reason you're yeah. saying it is because you want to find a reason to why people were kind of like more sympathetic towards me on Reddit, lah. Mm, mm, because yeah, of your character. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so worthy. There is personal attack taking so personally. It's so hard to listen to these you, guys, two guys fighting. There is why you like, no, but it's, I'm telling you, it wasn't Dude, like, I really was like, okay, okay, well, I let know. me. I really try to hear but what he's saying. You're yeah. not free of mischaracterizing me also. Your use of like, yeah, you know, some people suffer from colonial hangover. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shut up, okay? <laughs> colonial hangover, okay. That's a joke, no. right? That's, you know that's a joke. Okay, okay. You know okay. that. You know, but like, if it comes from me to you, it's a joke. And nonsense. I say it with that same tone of voice. So, courage, why the colonial hangover? Terrence, Terrence, but let the, it go, the, la, Terrence. Yeah, you, Terrence, you're feeling, you're, you're insinuating a lot of uh, emotion into like what I was like trying to to, Darren, to just, Darren, remember uh, the guy at the dinner table yeah. that you brought up just now who's bringing it up mm. and saying like just now you even um, made a mocking voice just now come on lah mm. Terrence come on oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I I just want to reassure everyone Harish is okay he's not too <laughs> see again you're, not very you're holding hurt. the chip he's not very you're, you're holding the chip on your shoulder yo man yo 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 Don't we, we, we even met up later that day and it was like totally okay and all that after right, the you podcast know? itself we were laughing about it yeah we were laughing yeah. about it so, yeah, so yeah. it's and all I, cool I've, yeah. I've had discussions even with like uh, close close friends and family about this this thing and yeah like, in, the, in those discussions I also we had d- differing views about it, but we just talked about yeah. it, you know. Yeah, and that's exactly, the beauty of exactly. it, right? You were able to just talk about it and 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 uh, yeah, not end up killing each other, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm, so, yeah. so yeah, every once in a while, a healthy debate uh, is is important, even in your yeah. own lives. Everyone, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. but I'm very, cool. I, I, I mean, aren't you glad that that it really brought uh, a lot of people out of woodwork to yeah, to yeah, it did come and comment about it also, right? Hell yeah, yeah man. Hell yeah. yeah. And then some people cool. even bring up, brought up very good points that maybe I'm just a bit overly affected by my own personal experience of, of you know, dialects not being able to speak dialect and all that. Like, and it's a very specific uh, thing. But yeah, that's where I, I, I agree. It's influenced a lot by our own personal uh, yeah, experiences yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. It is, it is. Um, Correct. Yeah. Yep. I don't know whether there's any going to be any follow-up in parliament because it felt like, do you think it will come up again? Because it felt like the question wasn't really answered, but or you think it'll just die a, die a slow death? Uh, I think I think it needs. I think if, if workers' party is serious about it, they need to really put forth like a, a real proposal and paper and everything or something like you know mm-hmm. something of substance that can be debated, analyzed, and really taken. If not, it will it will end up like how you and I discussed. So it will be very feel very emotionally uh, charged and feel very. Um, like it's really based on your own personal experiences rather than a more objective view of uh, the the benefits and logic of everything, lah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yep. Yes. Cool. Okay. And now for the one shot thing. Yes. 
Uh, what is, my, yeah, what is your yeah, one my one short thing? thing? A physical experience that uh, mm. only just recently came up in Singapore. It's that there's a, now a children's museum in Singapore. Um, and I only bring up because it replaced what was the old, uh, I think, philatelic museum, the stamp museum in Singapore. Um, mm-hmm. and now it's, uh, it's made to, it's meant to be an interactive exhibition for children to, to better understand, you know, history and geography of Singapore. Lah. So I actually got a chance to, to go last weekend with my kid. Um, I think tickets, mm. uh, you have to, you have to, uh, reserve tickets online, but they're free. They're free until I think the end of March. Uh, and there are time slots and everything. So, uh, and for what it is in, in Singapore, it's, it's not bad. Lah. It's a not bad experience, especially for, uh, you know, kids, slightly older kids. I think like uh, mm. toddlers and up, lah, right? Um, mm. So yeah, do do check it out while it's still free and it's still still very, uh, you know, still quite new and, and manageable and all. Yeah, because you know, any but, any place that is that caters to kids over time, it, everything will get start to get destroyed and dog eared and everything. Lah. So <laughs> check it out while it lasts. So, but after that one month, it won't be free anymore, is it? Or it'll just end? I don't... No, no, no. It's a permanent fixture. I think oh, it, it's yeah, a they might fixture. Start, yeah, they might start charging for it. But I think for these three months, it's been it's been free. And I think in one month, they had 20,000 visitors already. So, mm. if... Yeah, and just in case you're a parent who's still looking for stuff for your kid to do, you know, there's this children's museum going on. And I like it because it's a... A very tactile like uh, experience for children, and then they, they you get to see things like um, you know like uh, traditional what are traditional uh, Singaporean cakes, you know Singaporean foods that people eat, and that's why it's also where I pointed out I discovered uh, Eurasian birthday noodles or Eurasian birthday me as a dish that uh, apparently Eurasians eat. <laughs> So I, I, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! It look, when I looked at it, it looked like it looked like seafood pasta. So I, I wasn't very sure whether you know this is really an official thing. So you know, I did send it to one Eurasian friend. Mm. Uh, we have, but apparently, uh, I don't know. I, I'm still not uh, still not sure whether it's a real thing. But yeah, it's I still see. interesting for you know, it's interesting for an adult to check it out. So imagine how it is for a kid also. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, my one, my one is a lot shorter of an experience. It's a TikTok video that I came across from this mm. creator called Unknown Daza. Um, I think he's in the UK or something. So basically, he took a video mm. of how uh, I mean, he noticed that there was a frog living on his fence, like just in a cavity on on the fence. Um, and he he I guess he's an engineer by training or something. And he started building, mm. he built like a 3D kind of um, rest for the frog, which he kind of like affixed to the fence. And then the frog came back. Mm. Like, and then slowly, I mean, he was documenting it on TikTok. Mm. So slowly mm. it evolved from just a flat surface to a, like a frog villa, you know, where it went from, yeah, from a surface to like, okay, then there's a hanging ledge. Mm. Then he extended it. Then he added some plants. Then he added a pool. Then the frog started bringing other frogs. And it's just fucking hilarious. So so now it's how like a frog mansion live, uh, uh, on his fence that he just 3D printed and bri- uh, built uh, oh. gradually. La. So it's the so algorithm. It's funny, and then, the algorithm like frogs. Uh, I mean, I think when I was mindlessly like scrolling on TikTok, <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Uh, uh. Somehow, yeah. Somehow. And then the frog has a name. It's called Fraud. Mm. And then he has friends. And then there's like a civet cat uh, that came also. Oh. 
and then the civet cat's partner and then they started fucking on the villa so the frogs left for a while oh, then wow. the cat the cat became pregnant or something it's just like a like a whole little community wow it's a, it's a community yeah, so it's yes, quite yes. I mean it's like or two minutes like a video or reading so or, while waiting in line know, at the museum if you you're reading studious ebook just read the ebook yeah <laughs> but yeah, yes man. awesome yeah I want a bit hot yeah thank you and yeah. uh enjoy the weather cool alright awesome thanks for listening everybody